This is Open to Hope Radio, featuring Dr. Gloria Horsley and her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley, coming to you on behalf of the Open to Hope Foundation, dedicated to those who are looking for hope after loss. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Heidi Horsley, and I'm here today with my co-host, Alan Peterson, the Executive Director of the Compassionate Friends. Hi, Alan. Howdy, Heidi. Welcome to another great radio program. It's such an honor, and I appreciate you allowing me to co-host these, uh, these radio programs with you where we talk about some really important issues and uh, try to offer hope and help. Uh, inspiration to people grieving uh, a loss in their life. And so thank you very much for letting me be here. You're, you've got a good show lined up today. We do. And Open to Hope loves partnering with the Compassionate Friends. And Alan and I have done a lot of radio and a lot of television together, as has my mom. So, Alan, thank you so much for uh, being here today. And we are going to talk with one of my favorite people. And I love her family. And she's a wonderful person. She's been on our television show also. And her name is Jeannie Weaver. She is an artist, and we're going to talk a lot today about the healing power of art. So, Yeah, I, I, I love it. Creativity, we both know uh, there's something when you're grieving and going through loss, and probably in life in general. But, you know, we know that, that grief affects our heart, and it, and it troubles our mind, and it can be those things. But there's something about that heart mind and hand connection. When we can put those three things together uh, in a creative way, and whether it's journaling or in, in, in Jeannie's case today, these beautiful uh, paintings that she does, there, there are healing qualities that can come about. We can tap into emotions that sometimes we, we can't speak about, but we can find them when we are creative. So I think we're going to uh, get some great information on that today. Absolutely, Alan. And after Jeannie's son Todd was killed, she turned to her God-given talent to help her learn how to navigate through her new state of being. Art was her vocation, and she used it therapeutically. Jeannie has created 21 oil paintings and a book called Losing Todd, A Mother's Journey. So we will talk to her about all this. Welcome to the show, Jeannie. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you very much, and Happy New Year. Thank you. You too. Welcome. So tell Thank us a little you. bit, you know, you're a, you're a big military family, and God bless you all. I met uh, your son, Todd, back in 2011. I am on the advisory board for TAPS, which is the Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors of Military Loss. And I met, I met your son, Glenn, in some of our, our workshops, and we became very close, and he's an amazing person. And I know right now he's in Afghanistan, and I think this is his fifth time over there, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think he said it's his fifth deployment, and I know that he's working with the United States Foreign Service, and I'm excited because this year at TAPS, he and I will be co-leading workshops together for siblings, and he is an amazing person. And I know that your husband, Don, also served and was in the Foreign Service. How long was Don in the Foreign Service? Oh, his whole career, I don't remember That's exactly. That's amazing. 24 years, perhaps. 20, yeah, 24 yeah. years. I think he yeah. told me something like that when I saw him. Yeah. Um, and then, Todd, your son died in Afghanistan September 9th. Uh, when did he die? September 9th? Two, September 9th, 2010. 2010. Yes. And can you tell us a little bit about that, Jeannie? 
about the day. Yeah, and about what happened and your journey oh, okay. since he's, yes. since that happened, your journey right. into the light again. Right, exactly. Well, that was that was a very, very horrible day, the worst day of my life. Um, and it came like such a surprise because you certainly don't ever expect these things to happen and you never think about them as, as happening. Um, uh, it was a very, very bad day. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, you know, for a long time after that, for a, for a few months after that, I really didn't do very much. But I remember one day... Well, our family was very proactive in talking with the press and, you know, trying to get the story out because Todd was such a hero. And uh, we had decided that we would try to um, build a scholarship, an endowed scholarship at his alma mater, William and Mary. But one day we were sitting there and we were trying to decide in the living room, trying to decide just what we were going to do. And I remember I was sort of, I couldn't sit still. I couldn't just sit there in the living room and talk. So I was walking back and forth. And the kids were doing most of the talking. And when they finished, I remember saying to them, well, what, what, what am I going to do? You know? And they said, well, Mom, you're going to paint. And I thought, oh, I can't paint because all I could think of was ugliness and I couldn't couldn't paint ugliness and have it associated with Todd because he was just absolutely too wonderful. But I began to listen to what people were saying about him. And and uh, in January, four months later, I did begin to paint. Um, the first were his shoes. Well, and I've got to say something. Trilly. I've got to say something about Todd before we move forward. He was okay. a superstar. Before he, he before he died, <laughs> I mean, he was Phi Beta Kappa. He had a lot of awards. He he was really an incredible person, um, and a leader, and someone with a huge heart that had had never met a stranger and had many many friends. And oh yeah, oh yeah. He was just he was just a superstar. You're absolutely right. He was loved by everyone and he was respected by everyone. And you know what is what I think is so amazing is that. He has new friends now. Mm. He has new people like you and mm-hmm. others, mm-hmm. you know, who people who have come to know him via the website or my book or my paintings or, or us just talking about him. And he has new people who understand the kind of person he was and who love him. That's amazing. And, and yeah. you're really, really keeping his memory alive in so many ways through the scholarships and through the art. And so you yeah. said that the first painting you did was the baby shoes? Yeah, the baby shoes. That was the first thing. And my thought was that it was a trilogy of his life, his uh, baby shoes, his cleats from uh, baseball, and a pair of army boots that were returned to Emma, his wife, um, after he died wow. in his effects. Yeah. So, so talk, those... uh, uh, Jeannie, yeah. talk about, because what I found fascinating is, is uh, and when people go to your uh, website, and we'll tell them about that on the show today, um, they, you have the, the 21 uh, paintings there that you did, but tell, them, tell us about the amount of time you took to paint these. You were on uh, some type of a mission, uh, but talk a little bit about the process, not only from the st- time standpoint to do them, but what you experienced in your own grief journey while spending that time painting these 21 uh, uh, paintings. Oh, it was absolutely 
amazing. When I look back, I mean, I'm, I actually I'm doing a very hard series of paintings right now, and I can't begin to do what I did then. Um, I it it was the only thing that gave me a sense of peace and put me into almost a trance type state. Um, each day, I painted to music. It was music that Glenn had. Um, uh, taped for me. It was inspirational music, uh, 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 and it was a lot of country music that Todd loved. Mm-hmm. And so that music would play all day long. And I have to say, I, in a lot of ways, I think I was very fortunate. Not, you know, if you have to go through something, because I was an artist, because I was, you know, my my vocation was at home. I I could spend the time, but I painted ten ten hours a day. seven days a week and I really only took time out for family events or events that were related to Todd Uh, the rest of the time I painted and I did not show the paintings to anyone Uh, they stayed in my studio Um, you know I just couldn't share them it was nine months before I shared them with anyone um, and then when I did, finally I let the family see them. And then after the family saw them, I uh, showed them to the Muscarelli Museum of Art and uh, at the college. This, that's the, a very beautiful museum of art, uh, which is associated with the College of William and Mary in Williamsburg, Virginia. So, so Jeannie, was it emotional to let the family see the paintings for the first time? It was not as, I don't think it, 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 you know, and Alan, you you would recognize this because you're a songwriter. It's always hard to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, totally. I mean, there's, totally. there's, there's so many self-doubts. There's, you know, criticism that you make of yourself. And here I was doing something in honor and memory of my, my youngest child, my baby, you mm-hmm. know, and... I needed them to be as good as possible. And I have to say that when I started, I had no idea why I was even doing it. So, um, yes, it was. It was it was hard for me to show them because I didn't want – I wanted them to be the very best that I could possibly do. It was right. very difficult on the family to see them, mm-hmm. you know, and um, – Another thing that happened when I was painting them was that, you know, I said earlier that I began to listen to things that other people were saying. Each painting has words that go with it. And the first time I exhibited them, and actually every time since then that I exhibit, I exhibit those words. And Jeannie, well. Jeannie, I'm going to stop for a minute because I want to mm-hmm. give people the website because if people are listening to the show... They might have their handhelds with them, and I want them to be able to look at what you're referring to. Okay. So, can you give them your website? Yes. Um, the the website The website that has all of the paintings on it is uh, com. Okay, and that's J E A N N E W E A V E R artist.com. Yes. For those of you out there that can, you know, yeah. look at this website, it's phenomenal. Right. I love it. It's beautiful. Exactly. And I'm, I, yeah. I'm looking at, at them right now, and um, 
So can so continue because so you were saying that when you display them, then you put these words there as well. And why is that important, or what effect do you think that has, Jeannie? Well, it was it was the words. It was those words that caused me to paint each one of the paintings. Right. You know, it was it was something that someone said about Todd or was written about Todd or in an email or in some cases um some of the words in in the eulogies uh that were given um that caused me to come up with the subject matter for the painting. So um, the words are important, I think. Um, a little bit different. A painting is supposed to be totally on its own, but these, this is a bit different, I think, than, than regular painting, so it's okay to have the words. What, what kind oh, of words were, were, did you have? Um, let's see. Well, it would be like a, uh, like a paragraph. I'm trying to mm-hmm. think of okay. uh, what is one. Okay. Um, his red shoes, his little red baby shoes. These words come from his sister, Adriana. Um, it is easy to look at the man Todd became and see the remarkable strength of character he had. But what is truly remarkable is that all of this was also evident in him in a young boy. It always felt a little strange to me to see the way I admired my little brother when he was just a boy, nine years my junior, and how he always was my hero long before he became a soldier. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. From a very young age, he was able to embrace so much humanity. He was confident yet humble, competitive yet fair-minded, hilarious yet serious. These dualities seemingly existed in complete harmony within him. And these are the things that you, this is what you learn when you're learning to walk. Yeah, it, you know that there's um, our, our stories are very parallel, Jeannie. My first CD that I did, um, you know, it was called Ashley's Songbook, and I, you know, it took me when I first wrote the songs, I couldn't even mouth them to myself, you know. Uh, and then I remember letting them out to the world to people. And one of the first, you know. Thoughts I had is, you know, well, this, this, these are my songs. I wrote, I did this project for me. I had no intent or, or, or where I, you know, thought they would go. But as I played them for other people, you know, where I thought it would look like it was self-grandizing or whatever about my story, people related to the songs. People said, Alan, did you write grief music? And I said, no, these aren't grief songs, they're love songs. And and that's what I see in your portrait. Mm -hmm. Your portraits do represent love. It's your love story put into these paintings. I keep, sorry, I keep saying portraits. It's your love story put into these uh, paintings, and that's what makes them powerful. And is that the response that you get from people who who look at them? uh, Yeah, I mean, the first time they were exhibited was... uh, it actually, the exhibit started the week of the first anniversary of Todd's death. Wow. And wow. Uh, they were up for two months. It, was this at William um, & Mary? 
and this was at William and Mary. I love that it was where he he went to college. I think that's really neat. Yeah, right, exactly, and. And they weren't, it, the series wasn't complete. It was the first 17, I believe, that were exhibited. And I had the inscriptions with them. And I, I put a little journal there. So if anyone wanted to write something, they could. And I, I couldn't believe it when the exhibit was over and I read the comments. People who had nothing to do with military People who had no idea, you know, I mean, suddenly there was something they could connect with that, you know, a a person's father who had passed away. It was though I had given them permission to do something to remember their father, you know, and and so it, it, it was more than just a military loss. Some people could relate to it who who uh no matter what their experiences in life uh were and that i thought was really something i certainly didn't intend to do or think that i was doing i was you know i was doing it i suppose i was doing it for myself um but it turned out to be more than just for myself the the power in it is amazing let me ask you a question because i get asked this a lot you know i was People think I just became a songwriter when my daughter Ashley died in 2001, but I'd been a writer in my whole life, and you were an artist your life. So I took the talent and the skill that I had and applied it. But what, what would you say to people? Um, because, you know, we talked to both of us, the quality of the art that we wanted to put out. We wanted it to be the very best, of course. But really, there's a lot of healing to come from just expressing yourself. What would you say to somebody out there who's not an artist or not a writer or not a singer or not a whatever, what would you say to them about utilizing, finding creativity within themselves at whatever level they are, uh, the benefits of, of using that creativity, even if it is only for yourself or for your family? What would you say to those folks? I, th- I think it is the most important thing that they would ever do in their entire life is to take that gift, to find that gift, they might not even know that they have it, to find that gift that was given to them by God mm-hmm. and to use it because it was given to them to use in the most desperate times in their life. And by doing that and by taking the time and by identifying it, they will they will find peace. That's, I, I agree. I, you know, I do a, a workshop on healing through creativity, and you said something earlier in the interview, which I, I found interesting. You know, when I started writing about Ashley, I tell people just writing about the loss is, is difficult. But in this case, you know, you, 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 you could write about red baby shoes. I, I would tell people, I call it creating around the edges. In my case, the first thing I wrote about my daughter Ashley was about oranges. My daughter loved oranges. We used to have a thing, if you want to find Ashley, follow the trail of orange peels because she'll be the kid sitting <laughs> at the end of it. And, but, you know, I said, find that thing that, you know, I, I can't write uh, a, a peaceful writing about a child dying in an automobile accident uh, and getting thrown from a car. I can't write about that, but I could start writing about oranges. And what right. I would find is, is if I wrote a line about oranges, 
a line would come to me about Ashley. And that's what I love about this collection of you. As you've written through it, you've created around the edges the things that were part of Todd's life and part of your life. And in doing so, you've created the life, not just the death, and you've, you've highlighted the beautiful memories that are there. And I think that's what makes a collection like yours so powerful. And uh, I'm very moved by them. And Heidi, we see people healing through creativity a lot in our line of work, don't we? Absolutely. And I just want to thank Jeannie for everything she's done. Please visit her, her website at, at JeannieWeaverArtist.com. And I know she's going to be at the Compassionate Friends, and I know she'll be showing her pictures, her 21 oil paintings there, this summer at our national conference in Orlando, Florida. So please come and see them and come and meet her and her incredible family. And I just want to thank you so much today, Jeannie, for being on our show. Oh, Heidi, thank you so much. This 20 minutes went by so quickly, but I enjoyed it so very much. Thank you. I appreciate it, and I, I always appreciate being able to to help others by telling my story. Well, you really are. And uh, Todd is doing as much in his death as he did in his life. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> through all the work that you, your family, your son Glenn, your other children, and Don are doing. And I, and I just want to say my son, as you know, right now is at Fort Benning in basic training and infantry training. And your son Glenn is in Afghanistan right now. And I just want to say God bless your son Glenn, who is in yeah. Afghanistan, and all those who has, and, have served this country. And Alan's son is going in the Marines. Absolutely. So, and Alan's son, have... who has served in the Marines. Yes. So yes. thank you for your service, yes. and, and God bless. Yes.